Hey guys, God bless you all. I am beyond excited because today we're going to be talking about one of my favorite topics. But before I get to that, I wanted to say thank you for coming to listen. And honestly, I am beyond excited to speak on what is now my podcast. (laughs) I am just so happy that I could start this because... I'm able to reach out to so many more of you. I understand that we all have busy lives, but we still want to receive word. So this opens the door so that you guys can listen to this anytime you'd like. So be prepared to hear topics, incredible topics that I'm excited to talk about, surrounded on suicide, laziness, brokenness within the family, trauma, unforgiveness, lust, anxiety, and so much more. Although they are sensitive topics, they're topics that are necessary to talk about. So honestly, I pray that all of you are able to receive the freedom that you deserve and need. So I'm going to start off with a prayer. Father God, I thank you for giving us all this opportunity simply to be able to speak your word. I thank you for giving us this chance to be able to listen to everything that you have to say to us, Father. We are open-heartedly vulnerable and ready to hear everything that you have to say to us, Father God. I pray that you open doors, that you open eyes, minds, and hearts, and that we're all able to realize that this is of you, God. We give you all the control, and we give you all the honor, all the glory, and all the praise. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. So, I want to start off by saying that this is simply the introduction to these two addictions Although they go hand in hand at times, they both carry very different roots and they carry a different brokenness that I will talk about in the next couple podcasts. So today we're going to be focusing on masturbation and pornography. I really want to start off by focusing on why we need to confront these things and how we can rise up again as warriors in Christ. So personally, I have struggled with both of these addictions for most of my teen years. The enemy clearly has no mercy for your age. I was introduced to porn at eight years old and I discovered masturbation at 12. This battle requires new strategies if you want freedom for years i used the same broken methods to try and free myself of this addiction it wasn't until i felt so exhausted and desperate for freedom that i stopped searching for freedom by myself but instead i truly gave it to god this is why Honestly, I firmly believe that you won't want to be free until you reach the point of rock bottom. Now, I do want to clarify, 
that I'm not at all saying to wait until you feel like you've reached rock bottom. I believe that rock bottom is not the feeling of being broken, but instead it's the acceptance that what you are doing to yourself is causing pain and wasting your time. Now, please recognize that I used the word acceptance instead of realization. Now, I'm going to repeat the sentence with the word realization. And you'll just see the significant difference within the two. So instead, if I said, I believe that rock bottom is not the feeling of being broken, but instead it's the realization that what you are doing to yourself is causing pain and wasting your time. Now I know that sometimes acceptance and realization, they may seem like they go hand in hand, but truly there's a difference. We are able to realize that this is hurting us because realization is simply knowing or understanding that yes, this is hurting me. But when you accept that this is hurting you, that this is wasting your time, it pushes you to do something about it. But realizing it only leaves you to only know that this is hurting you, but it does not lead you to change what is hurting you and wasting your time. Again, this is why so many of us are still stuck because we have allowed ourselves to see that this addiction is causing pain and wasting time, but we aren't doing anything about it. Acceptance causes change. Now, this is the beautiful thing that acceptance means the action of consenting to receive something. Now, how does this apply to us? When we accept that this is something we need to let go, when we are committing the action of consenting, when, and we all know what consent is, when we consent, we're allowing. So it's the action, you are actively allowing this to benefit you. Therefore, when we are applying it to us, we're saying that we are actively allowing the Holy Spirit to bring conviction to us so that we can change. We are willingly and vulnerably taking in the conviction that the Holy Spirit has provided us with in order to see that this is something that needs to get out of our lives. So this is simply the first step into freedom from masturbation and pornography. Now, after you have accepted that this is painful and not beneficial towards you, where do you put the brokenness? Because we cannot deny that alongside falling into these addictions, we gain brokenness. We gain pain and hurt that is within us. There is something in us that causes us to run to this outlet that is not beneficial for us spiritually 
instead of giving the brokenness that we have inside to God. And sometimes I feel like we want to deny that. We want to deny that there's any reason for us to go to porn or masturbation to relieve ourselves of some sort of pain. But I firmly believe because there's always a cause and effect that something causes you to run to that. Personally, for me, it was loneliness. I felt lonely. I felt like I lacked love. Therefore, I ran to something that obviously did not provide me with love, but it was a manipulated love, which is lust. And it opened the door for me to not even give my brokenness, but to shut it away and not acknowledge my brokenness, but instead become distracted in what I thought was love and what I thought was comforting and fall into that instead of running to God. Now, again, where do you put the brokenness? If you leave that pain in you, it will stay as an illness and continue to torment you. It will also reflect through your character and it will contaminate your mindset. This is how it torments you. It will begin affecting you in ways that you did not know it could affect you. It will start reflecting through your character. And again, I can only speak from personal experience. I watched myself go from holding fruit of the spirit that God provided me to becoming someone who was angry, sad. I became a liar and a manipulator. And then my mindset became contaminated because I was becoming dependent on this outlet that was masturbation and pornography. Now this is what is insane. Because your outlet is no longer God, because you are no longer going to God to receive healing, and instead you're going somewhere else to distract yourself from that healing, you're losing the fruit of the Spirit. Literally the things that I was gaining, like anger, contradicted the fruit of the Spirit. That showed me that the outlet that I was receiving distraction from was leading me to receive rotten fruit. Things that were completely contradicting who I was in Christ. So instead of me being patient, I was angry. Instead of me being joyful, I was sad. Instead of being good and faithful, I was a liar and manipulator. I literally began reflecting through my character the brokenness that I was allowing myself to hold in me. And I was allowing it to torment me like an actual illness. And it is because there was something in me that I was choosing not to give to God, but instead I was giving to porn and masturbation. So now we go back to the question, where do we put the brokenness? 
in his hands. Now, the only way you will willingly and vulnerably surrender this is if you trust in the one you are giving it to. Freedom from addiction starts with trust. This is the stage that many believers can't get past. They cannot seem to trust that God can free them of this. There is still this doubt in the back of their minds that says, I'm never going to get out. But he is saying, I never asked you to get yourself out. All I asked you to do was give this hurtful addiction to me and I will free you. He has literally given you access to freedom. He has given you your right to grace. But we have to trust in that. We have to trust that what God says in his word is true. This part is on us because his word is already true. So we are the only ones that hold ourselves back from trusting in that word. And these are things that he says in his word. Psalm 103, the Lord is compassionate and merciful, slow to get angry and filled with unfailing love. He will not constantly accuse us, nor remain angry forever. He has removed our sins as far from us as east is from the west. Psalm 145, the Lord is close to all who call on him. Yes, to all who call on him in truth. Isaiah 57, I restore the crushed spirit of the humble and revive the courage of those with repentant heart. Galatians 2, my old self has been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. So I live in this earthly body by trusting in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. And lastly, 2 Timothy 3, that says, All scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. Now, what are all of these scriptures proving to us? That God is compassionate. He is merciful. He is not quick to get angry at our sin. In fact, he doesn't even accuse us or remain angry forever. He removes our sins from east to west. At that distance, he literally removes us from our sin. Then he says that he is close to us. He is close to those who call on him in truth. In other words, he is close to those who call on him vulnerably, humbly, and ready to receive his healing. I restore the crushed spirit of the humble he is willing to bring restoration and freedom to those who humble themselves and realize we need the help of God in order to receive freedom. We cannot free ourselves. We need his help and his strength in order to get up and get out. 
and he revives the courage of those with a repentant heart. Carrying a repentant heart means that you carry a heart that fears God in the way that it respects him so much that falling into this sin convicts you to where you want to do everything to free yourself of this. So he's willing to even give you the courage as long as you crave that freedom. He even says in Galatians 2 that your old self was crucified with Christ, that it is now Christ that lives in you. We now live by the Spirit because he gave himself for us. He gave himself for our freedom. Therefore, we can trust in his grace and his love and his mercy that we're able to now live with conviction of the Spirit and strive to obey God, but also receive his beautiful grace. And lastly, he makes it very clear. He even says in his word that his word was made to teach you what is right. He makes it so, so clear that he has given us this word so that we can use it to equip and prepare ourselves every single day to pursue what is good. So he did not just leave us astray and say, make sure you obey me. He said, I'm giving you every weapon, everything that is accessible to you so that you can run to me and choose freedom over brokenness. He is always ready to guide you, convict you, love you, and free you. Therefore, you have access, guys. If you want freedom from pornography and masturbation, you have the right to find that freedom. He made everything as clear as day that he is accessible. His word is accessible. Worship is accessible. Prayer is accessible. So do not belittle his word. Do not belittle prayer. It is not a cliche to pray when you want freedom. It is not a cliche to go to the word of God the moment you feel temptation come around. It is your only route to true freedom and healing from these addictions. So accept the brokenness that needs healing and trust in what God has left available for you to seek that healing and freedom. Therefore, we cannot blame him for feeling stuck he has given us every weapon to fight against this. He's given us access to who he is. We have to willingly stand up and trust that he will provide what he has promised to provide us with, which is strength and grace. He will even provide you with comfort. He has said over and over again that he is your rock. He is your shelter. So you can go to him confidently knowing that you will not just receive strength but you will also receive gentle love and comfort he is not a god who teases us with grace nor is he a god who abandons us when we continuously run away from healing he is the god who patiently waits for you to truthfully come to him and give him everything he wants to be a part of every stage of your healing. So do not feel ashamed to give everything to him. He is a gentle father 
who does not bring a death sentence, but instead he brings conviction and still exonerates you and frees you with love. You can be free of this, but truly it is all up to you. I am just a vessel who is exhausted of seeing my brothers and sisters in Christ fall into this and lose sight of what to do in order to get out. Therefore, I love you all so much. And I truly pray that anyone who wants this freedom gains the courage to stand up, get out, and run towards God. Masturbation and pornography are not worth it at all. It seems that in the moment they truly grab onto you and it's literally like becoming a slave to something. You give in to every call that it makes for you to fall into the temptation. But God is available and he is available to give you everything you need to fight against this. So I know this may have seemed a lot shorter, but I did this purposefully because this is only the start. This will become a mini series, so I'm beyond excited to speak more on this. Just to let you all know that this will become a weekly thing. So please stay alert and be prepared to hear what God has to say about this. I know so many people are trapped in the constant cycle of trying to be free of this and then falling back into it and just not knowing how to get back up. But God is here and he is there with you and he will continue to be patient and wait for you to come to him vulnerably to heal from this brokenness. I know that as we go deeper and deeper into this topic, that your eyes will be opened and your hearts will crave freedom. And I just cannot wait to see how God glorifies himself through every single one of your lives. So yeah, let's pray. Father God, I thank you so much for speaking to us today. I thank you for being faithful, for being merciful, for being a God we can depend on, a God we can trust in, a God that we are not ashamed to completely give ourselves to. Father, I thank you for not just being our father, but for being our friend, our healer, our savior, and for being the one that we can look up to the one that gives us everything so that we can receive true freedom. You simply want the best for us, Father God, and you want us to fight willingly for our freedom with you living in us, Father God, and that is a powerful thing. I thank you so much for being so accessible and for opening the door so that everyone who craves to be close to you can run after you, Father God. I thank you again for just being so, so faithful. I love you deeply, and I know we all love you, Father God. In Jesus' mighty name I pray, amen. I thank you all so much for listening in. I honestly cannot wait to see what is to come. The topics that um, God has placed in my heart are incredible. Truly everything that is said on this podcast convicts me too. So I'm excited to grow with each and every one of you.
I want to make that so, so clear. I am not here because I am bigger or better than you. I am here because I simply want to fight with you. I love you all very much, and I just cannot wait to see what God continues to do with this podcast. So yes, thank you all again so much for listening in. Have an amazing rest of your day.